0: Justin Faust State Farm Agency is a proud sponsor of the Earl Time podcast. Like a good neighbor, the Justin Faust Agency is there to help you and your family with all your insurance needs. They're there to make sure life goes right. Protect your house with Faust. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Earl Time Podcast. It's Earl Austin Jr. here, and uh, we're coming to you from the city of brotherly love. and have spent the week in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Of course, I'm with the St. Louis University Billikens broadcast, and uh, we're in Philly for a couple of games here. Uh, happy to report that we, Billikens got a nice win the other night against uh, LaSalle, got off that losing streak, and it was fun to watch. Not only uh, uh, won the game, but did it in fine fashion, 102 points, which was uh, the most we've scored. And... Uh, in a conference game in, since 1956. That's a lot of years there. And uh, Sincere Parker, our excellent junior guard at 33 points, a career high. So it was fun to watch. Good to see the Billikens uh, get on the winning track. Uh, well-deserved win for the kids. that worked hard and uh, to see him do it in uh, fine style. So yeah, so I'm in Philadelphia this week. And of course, we're talking a lot of high school basketball around the state. Slipping a little junior college too as well at the end of the show. But before we do all that, first we'd like to uh, thank uh, our sponsors, of course, TW Constructors. But thank Todd Weaver for his uh, uh, support, as well as your for the show, Justin Faust of State Farm uh, of St. Charles, Missouri. And, a, and our new sponsor, Log Hill Properties out of Columbia, Missouri. Thank you all for your support of the Earl Time Podcast. And of course, th- making this show possible, the young and very talented Richard Austin Jr. Of course, Richard uh, is a young YouTuber, has his own page. Go by King Bling if you get a chance to check. It out if you like the games, a very entertaining, engaging young man, and uh, does a wonderful job. So uh, check out Richard's page on King Bling. I guess he's closing in on well over eight thousand subscribers, closing in on nine thousand subscribers. What we're going to do now is uh, what we're gonna lay out the show here. Of course, uh, starting with some boys' action, a lot of tournaments still even in February. We got. The, I'm going to go northeast to the La Plata tournament and the girls too as well. we to check out both boys and girls action there. The Charleston six-man shootout was held in the Boot Hill at Charleston High School. We'll talk a little bit about that. And we're going to go to the southwest part of the state in, in Joplin area, Macaulay High School. They hosted the Mercy Warrior Classic. We'll check out the boys and girls action there. And then we'll have a couple of pick games as I'd like to do. Uh, of course, a big pick game in Chicago, uh, not Chicago, Kansas City, uh, you know, Oak Park, Lee Summit West, a big showdown at the 810 10 Varsity, and a couple of Big girls showdown games as well, one in the southwest part of the state there, in Alton and another in St. Joe's. City rivalry, Lafayette and Meton. So that's what's going to happen here in the Earl Time podcast, and we're going to start it off with the boys' action. And like I said, we're going to go northeast to uh, La Plata, and some good small schools on hand here, and it was won by the tournament was won by Green City, They've been an excellent Class One program for many years. They're the Gophers, and uh, they're a team that doesn't have a lot of size, but they got a lot of speed and quickness, and uh, they run up and down that court, full court pressure, and uh, they defeated Schuyler County in the championship game. Green City has a point guard I've always enjoyed watching. He's, his name is Z- Xander Salas. He's a five ten guard who's their best player. He's been Starting since his freshman year, and uh young man had 27 points, I guess. I watched in the sem- in the semifinal game. He's a really good passer. He's quick, he runs the show, he plays with great pace, but now he's added a three-point shot. He always could shoot that mid-range shot, but he added a nice three-point stroke in the game that I watch against Canton in the semifinals. And uh, he kind of makes the engine go. They also have another really good guard named Asher Bugs Tipped in, who's a senior, kind of a thick-bodied senior guard who can really Really get buckets. Drives to the bucket. Moves without the ball. And can also shoot it from the perimeter. So Green City is a team that's uh, uh, been one of the I'll say one of the best Class One A programs. Uh, they've got to the quarterfinals last couple of years, and they're looking to make another push this season. They defeated Schuyler County in the championship. Schuyler County has a young man named Kale Windy, who's a guard who's very talented. Shoots the three ball well, but he really can separate from defenders. Has that nice crossover move. I think he's been watching Tim Hardaway, Allen Iverson tapes because this young man is a very nice crossover to get to break down defenders and uh, set up his nice shot. And then they have another young man who can really shoot the ball. His name is Connor Smith. He's a young man who's got a nice quick release. He really does a nice job moving and doing his work before he catches the ball. And when he does, he's shot ready, and that ball's going up. And he's got very good range to go along with it as well. Team to finish third, that was Canton. And uh, Canton uh, has probably the best forward big man in the con- in that uh, tournament. A young man named Preston Brewer. He's a six foot six junior, and he was very impressive in the semifinal game I watched against Green City. He scored twenty five points, and uh, he did it in a variety of ways. Uh, he could really shoot it from the outside, but he could maneuver around that paint. He catches it at the high post. He'll find an open cutter if he faces a double team or he'll drive it to the basket. And uh, just has a nice, smooth, all-around game. I'm very impressed with uh, Preston Brewer. Putnam County, also uh, a very pre- a pretty good team as well. A lot of wins. And they got a young man uh, named Trace Reitiger, a 6'1 senior. Who's He's only 6'1, but he plays the post. Plays much bigger than his actual size. Uh, strong. Post up, gets on the offensive glass. Very good ball player, and really gets a lot of things done in the paint. There's a young man named Owen Reem who's an all district player last year. Owen can really shoot it from the outside, and uh, Carter Simmons is another player who I like. He's a kid who could slash to the basket, really grinds it out for buckets, really resourceful scoring around the lane. goods works hard and uh, gets a lot of things done as well. So that's a look around at the La Plata Classic. Always good. A chance to watch that game, those games on uh on the streams. A good good like I said, you wanna see some good small school. Got team most of the teams are one A and class two as well. Venturing South, of course, we take you to the Charleston, Missouri, the six man uh, shootout is always a very good event as well, hosted by Charleston High School. And uh, this team, this event, brought together a, a lot of good teams, not only from the Boot Hill, but a lot of good teams from the St. Louis area made the trip south as well, and a few teams trickling from right down there in the Southern Illinois area. Well, the featured game of this event was a, a big showdown. It was between uh, New Madrid County Central and St. Mary's, and uh, you got your money's worth if you were there as well. I got a chance to <clears throat> excuse me check this out on Acorp Sports, and uh, it was a lot. It was great fun as well. Uh, High scoring game. The score was uh, eighty-five to eighty in favor of New Madrid. New Madrid is twenty-one and one, ranked number one, <clears throat> excuse me, in Class Three, and St. Mary's is uh, twenty and one and ranked number two in Class Five. And like you said, it was high-scoring, entertaining, up and down the court. And the shot, the stars of the game came, showed up, and showed out. That was the best part of the game, of course. For New Madrid, you had Jadis Jones, who put a, a Jadis Jones type of effort, jumping Jadis, had thirty-nine points and 15 rebounds in this game he was phenomenal as always and for St. Mary's the great Zyrie Collins the six foot junior guard had a game high 40 points really kept his team close uh, hitting threes getting to the bucket scoring at all three levels just a smooth operator in the backcourt well the x-factor of this game was Jadis and Zyrie went for their 39 40 points B.J. Williamson of uh, New Madrid, the dynamic senior uh, combo guard, he scored 30 points as well. So that's 69 between Jadis and B.J. And B.J. had a tremendous—he had kind of an eight-point play in the middle of that third quarter, which kind of gave them some separation. He got a three-point play. There was a technical. He had both free throws. Uh, and then he on the next possession, he had a three-point shot from the right wing. It was an eight-point B.J. riff that time, and that kind of turned a, a, a tie game into an eight-point New Madrid lead. And uh, St. Mary's made a great run Adam. They were down by 10 points with about two minutes to go. And uh, Coach Brian Turner put on that full-court press and uh, bet- steel, layup, steel, layup, steel, layup. Before you knew it, it was a one-point game. But uh, New Madrid made some big plays down the stretch and they were able to hold them off and uh, come away with an 85 80 win. Great game. A lot of fun, very entertaining as well. Other game before, between St. Louis and uh, the Boot Hill, Principia took on the host. Uh, Charleston Blue Jays, and Principia defeated Charleston 73 to 58. Principia, of course, coached by Hall of Famer Jay Blossom, a very talented uh, young team, and some of the young talent was on display. A young man named Ben Acaro, a six-seven sophomore forward. He got loose for 22 points. Ben is a long, slender athletic forward, very skilled. He really did a nice job. He had a nice smooth touch from the high post, hitting 12, 15 footers, some good offensive board work as well. And he's just really very skilled coming into his own, still a young player, but uh, very good on this particular game. Uh, Quentin Coleman is another young player, a sophomore guard who scored uh, 12 points in this game. And uh, he's really come on strong in the uh, late in the season as well. He's a very talented offensive player, can score at all three levels and has got very good quickness. Gassim Torre and Jalen Edwards, also a couple of very talented guards. Uh Kasim's a six foot three freshman. He had ten points, as did Jalen Edwards, a returning All State point guard as well. Charleston's a team kind of rebuilding, but they got some horses up front. And the one young man I love, Colterion Owens, they call him Bobo. He's one of my favorite players in the state. He's about 6'2", big wide body, and he plays bigger, and anybody his size, you know, he, he can work inside against big guys because he's got that strength and that footwork. And now with, he's added a lot of ball handling responsibilities and making plays for others. And he gets to the free throw line. He scored 15 points in the game as well. Just a hardworking uh, young man. And they had a young man who's kind of stepping up into a prime role this year named Tayshawn Clark, who's just a junior, but he had 17 points. He has showed some moments where he could be dynamic, uh, slashing to the basket. Also hit three three three-pointers on the game as well. So impressed with Tayshaun really emerging uh, for the Charleston Blue Jays. Eureka took on Cape Girardeau Central and Eureka put on a defensive clinic in this game as you would expect from an Austin Kirby <laughs> coach team the Wildcats really play some stingy defense as Austin did during his days at Parkway Central playing for his dad Rick so the Apple doesn't fall far from the tree in that respect of course Rick was an assistant for his uh, young son Austin Kirby they do a tremendous job they held Cape Girardeau Central to 29 points in this game 54 to 29 and of course they got Standing point guard, Eureka and Mason Dunlap. He's been doing it for three, four years now. He had 19 points, hit three-pointers, and really kind of controlled the flow of the game as well as he did. He's always done for Eureka. Of course, we won a 6 cha- uh district championship last year and got to the state quarterfinals. A couple of young players really stepped up as well for the Wildcats. Jackson Jogers is a 6'6 sophomore. Uh, kind of a stretch for First possession of the game, he caught it from about 22 feet on the wing. Boom, knocked it down easy, and he had another one during the game. And he also can score around the basket to hit the offensive boards as well. And they have a young freshman named Joe Rawls who scored nine points, all were on three-pointers. He had the three-pointers from the corner on lock and uh, did a nice job. Just moves the ball, stays out of the way, but if he catches it when he's open, he's letting it fly, and he can knock it down and really open the court up. So uh, very good showing by Eureka. Cape he didn't score a lot of points. There is a lot of time. Talent on this team a couple of young men who really uh, had some moments Markel Murray a six3 sophomore guard of one of the most athletic young guards in the, in the in the state and of course he's doing a nice job he's come back he from a football injury, where he missed most of the football season, so he's starting to, you know, kind of round himself into form. And of course, Jay Reynolds is a six-three guard, who, of course, he's going to stay right there in Cape and play college ball at uh, Southeast Missouri State as well. So that's the third game we looked at, and of course another one, two more, Confluence uh, Prep Academy out of St. Louis played Carruthersville and uh, Confluence defeated Carruthersville in this game. Now, it was, a, was in control of the game midway through the second quarter, and then about the last two, three minutes, Confluence went on this just ridiculous run, Put their full-court pressure really turned it up and really became, you know, turned like an eight-point deficit into an eight-point lead and uh, just really and just kind of uh, coasted from there. Uh, their big gun is a young man named Brian Bess, uh, a point guard senior. He scored 21 points. The young man was always on the attack. Also has a high basketball IQ, did a nice job locating teammates as well with his court vision. They have a good all-purpose athlete in uh, Yabasa Ninja. He's a 6'4 junior. Yeah, uh, he's kind of grown since his freshman year. He's about six one, I believe, when I saw him as a freshman. But well, he's got long athleticism. He rebounds plays good defense, gets good steals on the press and, uh, can slash to the basket and score kind of does a little bit of everything. And they have a young man named Jaden Bay, who's was a six, nine junior long, thin, wiry post player who can really run the court, really block shots as well. Rebounds the basketball. He missed most of his last season cause he was injured, but, uh, doing a good job as well, providing that kind of holding things down in the middle. It's my first time seeing Carruthersville and, uh, they, Traditionally, just put out some good athletic players. Not only football, basketball, and uh, they get up and down the court. And uh, no exception with this year's team. They got a point guard named uh, uh, Abion Bolton. Abion Bolton. Uh, I was really impressed with him. He had twenty six points in this game. He's quick. And he was shooting a three-point shot as well, which you know makes it difficult when you can, you can you can blow by people with your quickness and then knock down threes, and that's what he was doing. And they have another point guard named uh, Monte Alexander, who was a strong, physical point guard who had sixteen points, but he also had nine rebounds. And even though he's only about six feet tall, he's so strong. It, Getting all close to a double double. Not surprising considering how tough he was and how hard he played as well. Last boys game I saw was Cape Girardeau, Notre Dame. They defeated Meridian, Mounds Meridian, right over there in Illinois. And uh, Cape Notre Dame was led by Colton Johnson. Of course, we talked about him last week because he was over at the Nixon tournament. He was doing what he does best shooting three pointers. Of course, he has the school record for three point shooting. And he added to that record with five more three pointers. In this game, as he scored 20 points, very good player, uh, really kind of taking charge of that program at Cape Girardeau, Notre Dame. Now we were at South. Now we're going to head Southwest. Uh, we're going to go uh, check out some action at, at Joplin. There was the Mercy Warrior Classic. It was held at Macaulay Catholic High School and uh, it was a good two good teams met in the championship game I got a chance to watch it on stream a little bit it was uh a southwest missouri rush which is a homeschool uh team taking on greenwood of course greenwood has been a factor in class 3 and class 2 class 3 mainly for the, uh recent years and this was a good one and it turned out the uh, rush defeated greenwood by two points in the championship game and rush has a really good uh uh three-headed uh Monster. I suppose, lack of a better term, and a big fella in the middle. I really like named Joseph Graves, who's a six foot six senior uh, forward. He scored more than two thousand points throughout his career. He's a old school, back to the basket. Give me the ball, I'm going to drop step, power it up, get a bucket, maybe a three-point play if you manage to hit me while I'm shooting it because it's going in the basket. Big tough kid, lefty, uh, steps out, maybe shoot a little jumper, put it on the floor, but just good meat and potatoes game, and it's been very effective. Not too many people have been able to stop him throughout it. And they got some really good guards to go along with them. Garrett Rudy is a senior who's a very slick passer and can really score it as well. And uh, I really liked his core vision. He really dropped some nice dimes throughout East Randall. He scored over 2,000, I believe, in his career as well. And Ryan Ray, who was the MVP of the tournament, who put on quite a shooting display. I think it was in the semifinals. He scored 30 points, 10 three-pointers, 10 has a lot of threes. He was raining them all over the Macaulay Catholic gym as well. So a very good uh, showing by uh, Rush in winning that tournament against a pretty good Greenwood team. Of course, Greenwood is led by Colin Clark, one of the top young players. He's a junior in the southwest Missouri area, especially in the small schools. He's a six-seven forward who's very got a good versatility. He uh, really stretches the floor with that three-point shooting, but he can also handle the ball. Sees over the defense, passes it well, and, of course, he can scroll. Inside, when he wants to go in there and use his height and shoot it over smaller defenders. But a young man is very talented and has continued to grow in stature. I was very impressed with him when he was at the NBCA uh, small college camp at uh, Columbia in June, just a very good player. Inside, they have a young man named Garrett Winslow, who goes about 6'5", 6'6", and he's kind of a hardworking, physical post player who really does a nice job establishing his position, scoring around that basket, rebounding, and just doing a lot of the tough grit work inside. And he does a nice job. He compliments Clark, who's more of a finesse big with his outside shooting. And they have a junior guard named uh, Logan Sanders, who uh, Who's about 6'1, 6'2, <clears throat> excuse me, who really shoots the ball pretty well, passes it nicely, uh, nice drives to the basket. A couple other teams, uh, of course, uh, College Heights defeated host uh, McCauley in the third uh, place game. College Heights, Christian, was led by a young man named Caleb Quade, a 6'4, Katie, I guess, Q U A D E, a 6'4 senior. Good athlete. He scored 25 points in this game. Really impressive. Showed some explosion. A couple of dunks in transition. Nice little jump shot. Can drive the basketball. Very impressive. And then Ben Schumacher, he's a sophomore guard who really showed a nice jumper. Hit three, 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 three three-pointers in the game and scoring 13 points. While the host McCauley... uh, Uh, Catholic team has a very nice point guard and Michael Perrigan is a senior he can really pass the basketball he did a nice job with his vision passing his teammates open hitting pull up jump shots getting to the rack off of a dribble penetration good ball player as well now we're going to go to the pick game uh which was obviously one of the best in the state. It was last Saturday night. It was in the eight ten varsity showcase, and uh, it was it didn't get any better. It was Oak Park versus Lee Summit West. Uh, Oak Park was ranked number one in Class Six. And I think they've only lost one game, and that was, I believe, to Little Rock Central, <clears throat> one of the top teams out of Arkansas. And then Lee Summit West, a very talented team. And uh, this team, this game did not disappoint. Came down to the last second, and uh, Lee Summit West came away with a fifty to forty-seven win. A young man named Tavon Sims uh, got a steal, dribbled the coast to coast, laid it in, got a three-point play, which turned out to be the winning points for Lee Summit West. Uh, this game was physical. It was was hotly contested, full gym. You thought it was a state tournament game because it was state tournament intensity <clears throat> from start to finish. Uh, it was, uh, Lee Summit West was led by 6'3", senior Chaz Watson. Of course, he's headed to Cleveland State, one of the top scoring guards, shooting guards in the state. He had 14, but he really kind of turned things up. When they were down seven, he, the third quarter was his. He scored 10 points in the third quarter and kind of flipped the script that time and gave uh, Lee Summit West uh, the advantage in that quarter. Bryce Mitchell was 6'5", a uh, forward, had a great game. He scored 12 points, but he played with great energy, threw a couple of dunks, was rebounding, and really kind of set the tone early. He was really, you know, just played with a great motor, got things going, kind of fed the energy of the building. And then a young man named... Uh, Cameron Barnes, who we've talked about, one of the best freshmen in the country. He scored ten points. He's a six-seven forward who really plays on the perimeter, but he's strong. Got a college body already, and uh, made some great plays. He made one play where he ran the half court, stole an outlet pass, turned, and dribbled behind the back, and just barreled into the lane and threw down a big slam dunk, which really lifted the building off its hinges and uh, kind of you know showed kind of uh, his this talent level for his size and his youth, very impressive young man. Oak Park, very impressive team, as we've talked about throughout the season. One of the best in the state. They were led by Caleb Estes, the smooth 6'3", shooting guard at 12 points. And Corbin Allen, the 6'5", uh, all all around, plays point guard, forward, center, whatever you need. He had 11 points. And Zeke Brown, the lefty 6'2", shooting guard, 6'3", had nine points as well. So <clears throat> two very good teams, two outstanding programs. And who knows, they may meet again sometime down the road. They're both state caliber good. We're going to close out our uh, boys' coverage uh, going to mid-Missouri. Of course, one of the previous guests we had on was Terrell Ramey a Ramey Basketball. Of course, he had a Midwest Showdown shootout in St. Louis, which was a tremendous success at Redner High School. Well, Terrell puts on another great uh, showcase event in conjunction with uh, Steve Combs at Harrisburg High School. I believe he's a superintendent, former Hall of Fame coach, and they put together a great event called the Mid-Missouri Invitational at Harrisburg High School, and that was this past weekend. And it's two days, boys and girls, and let me give you the just a couple of the highlights, of course, in the boys uh, tournaments, or excuse me, the boys shootout. Uh, the first game on the nights, was Higby, a class one state uh, ranked team, I believe, number five. Uh, they defeated Milan in the first game. Derek Rocket, uh, the outstanding uh, shooting guard for Higby, was the MVP. He scored twenty one points in that game. Rocket's one of the top scorers in the state, uh, and I believe he's close to twenty five hundred points for his career. A four year starter. Uh Luther North defeated host Harrisburg in uh, one of the nightcaps, Bryce Spiller. The outstanding 6'5 guard who's headed uh, to Air Force Academy was the MVP of this game. Mexico, uh, one of the Class 4 strong programs in mid-Missouri. They defeated McClure North, uh, pretty handily, 71-44. D.J. Long, who's a four-year starter, an excellent point guard for Mexico, the MVP of this game. Uh, And Jaden Eldridge, also a tremendous guard, had 24 points in this game, an excellent backcourt for the Bulldogs. Dogs. Columbia Hickman defeated St. Dominic. Those teams met last year in the championship of Detroit tournament. Hickman winning that game. Brock Camp, the big 6'6", 245-pound, Division I caliber high school, uh, Division One prospect in football and basketball, uh, was the MVP of that game. He's a very talented Big bodied, uh, skilled young man who I enjoy watching play. New Franklin, a very good program in class two, defeated Schuyler County by nine points, and Drake Franklin. Uh, <laughs> no relation to the schools <laughs> defeated, the, uh, I should going to say was the MVP of uh, this game. A couple of more uh, games and probably one of them featured games Father Tolton defeated Hazelwood Central and uh, Zay Williams Wilson was the MVP of this particular game. Of course Zay and Aaron Rowe formed one of the great backcourts combinations in the Midwest region. A couple of Division One uh, prospects and players, no doubt about it. Of course Aaron Rowe's already committed to the University of Missouri father Tolton, a Tottenham team to watch in class four while well, his what Central was led by Travis Green the third a 62 senior guard who erupted for 39 points in this game a career high Travis is one of the biggest has one of the biggest motors you'll find in the state. He gets the ball, he's going at full tilt boogie all the time attacking the basket and he can shoot that mid-range jump shot and he attacks from start to finish and that was evident in this particular game 39 points. And one more game, Hallsville defeated Grand City, probably the most exciting game of the game of the day, 72 to 66 in overtime. Good win for Hallsville. It's a pretty good win. It's a city team from on the Metro East side in St. Louis in Illinois. Isaac Stinson, their outstanding six-four junior swingman, was the MVP of this game as well. So let's look at the great event that happened in Harrisburg. Congratulations to Terrell Ramey and Steve Combs of putting together another... Great Mid-Missouri Invitational Event. One more note before we go to our first break, uh, I'd like to congratulate uh, Park Hill Central Star Guard Joby Bryant. Of course, he became the all-time leading scorer in the Mineral Area Activities Association. A four-year starter for Park Hill Central. Of course, he's had a great career. He led them to the Class 4 State Finals last year for the first time. And then on the football field, he led Park Hill Central to a Class 3 State championship so joe bryant still doing special things in the parkland area so that's a look at what's going on around the boys action we're going to take a look at what's going on with girls basketball around the state after this word from prep hoops missouri Basketball season is here, and if you want the best statewide coverage, check out our websites, Prep Hoops Missouri and Prep Girls Hoops Missouri. Whether it's in the big cities or small towns or Class 1 all the way up to Class 6, our Prep Hoops websites will cover the action on a year-round basis with evaluations and player rankings. And make sure to take advantage of our special deal where you can get 30% off your first subscription. Just enter EARLTIME30 in the coupon code and get your discount and follow the great players of the Show Me State. If a kid's got game, Prep Hoops and Prep Girls Hoops Missouri have as your name get your subscription today and welcome back to the Earl Time Podcast. Of course we're here in the city of Brotherly Love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia Freedom. Okay, a little Elton John for you. That's for way back in the day. But of course we're in Philadelphia with the Billikins and of course we're gonna ready to talk a little bit about what's happening with the girls. Uh, basketball around the state but before we do that I'd like to welcome a new sponsor Log Hill Properties of Columbia, Missouri, Mid-Missouri Log Hill Properties, Columbia's finest in student housing, offering dozens of floor plans and price ranges for you. So Log Hill Properties, welcome aboard. Thank you very much for your support of the Earl Time podcast. Of course we uh, visited Northeast Missouri in the La Plata tournament for the boys but also watched some of the girls action as well and the Canton uh, uh, High School won the tournament, defeated Host La Plata in the championship game. Very good game. Watched the semifinals and a little bit of the championship game. Canton is a pretty good team. They've been uh, strong the last few years. They have a nice group of uh, kids. They're all about the 5'8", 5'9", range. They're athletic, and uh, they can do multiple things. Very versatile players. So it's a a pretty good team to watch. They have a senior named Macy Fisher, who's 5'9", a real good athlete. She did a nice job defensively. She was going out blocking three-point shots on the perimeter and she can make her own three-point shots. shoots a very high-arching three-point shot. And she can also slash to the basket as well. There's another guard named Macy Glasgow, a 5'8 junior, who uh, does a nice job, very aggressive, getting to the basket, uh, post up, and can play on the perimeter as well. Emma Holtz was a senior who was really knocking down the three-point shots. She got on a row where she got a couple in a row and really kind of got things going in the semifinal game that I watched. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they have a nice young player uh, to watch from the future. Her name is Kenna Oliver. She's a five-nine freshman guard. Uh, I was really impressed with her when I saw her at the South Shelby Ladybird Shootout in June. And uh, she she comes in screens, plays good defense, rebounds the ball well. She's a pretty skilled player as well. I believe she's got a bright future at, uh, ahead of her. So Canton, the champions of the uh, La Plata tournament, La Plata, the host team, they have some very young guards who really uh, have done stepped in and done a nice job for them this year. They have a young lady named Lane Mack who's a freshman, just a, a knockdown shooter. Watched her in the semifinals against uh, Scotland County and uh, the young lady was knocking shots down from everywhere. She scored 30 points and she was automatic from three point range and her uh, freshman partner is Ashlyn Lewis who is a point guard and really plays the position uh, like an old school. She does a great job passing the ball, spoon feeding her teammates in positions where they could score good court vision, kind of a floor general out there. She can make a shot on her own as well but she really knows how to direct the team uh, from the point guard position and just a freshman. So that's a nice backcourt, baby backcourt, that, you know, as freshmen, gonna have a nice future together. And a young lady named Claire Coy, a 5'8, a 5'9 junior, uh, kind of a wing player. She had 19 in the semifinals against Scotland County, did a nice job driving to the basket and uh, just kind of hanging around, getting buckets around the hoop. So doing a nice job as well. Good future at La Plata <clears throat> with those good young players. North Shelby uh, team was finished in. place. They have a good sophomore backcourt, which I was impressed with. Allie Rich uh, was a point guard who really shot the ball well, and she could pass it and plays good defense as well. And a young lady named Hadley Parsons, who's also a sophomore, very high basketball IQ. She did a good job, just always in the right position. If a shot went up, she kind of found herself on the weak side, getting an offensive rebound. Rotating over, getting a steal or a deflection on defense, just kind of did real good things, always around the ball and can also shoot it as well. While Scotland County was a seven seed and they came in, they defeated a two seed Green City to get to the semifinals. They have a young lady named Quinn Hamlin, who's a junior about five foot eight, a very versatile player. Uh, she was really strong at that low post. I liked how she handled herself, got good position, finished with drop steps, can score around the basket with either hand, but also. She got the ball out on the perimeter. She can facilitate offense. She got a nice, hezy move when she went coast-to-coast, coast, stopped, the defense, got all the way to the basket, scored, and got the and one. So that was very impressive for her to me to watch her play like that. So I was looking at the La Plata tournament. I want to head back to mid-Missouri the Southern Boone Classic where the host team, Southern Boone won the championship and they're led by a young lady named Chloe Bukowski who's had a great career over there in Ashland. She's a senior, she's a, really a great shooter, helped lead them to a final four last year in class four and she could also score the ball when she's not knocking down 20 footers she's doing a nice job getting to the basket, finishing with at different angles, has good body control around the basket and it's uh, just a good all-around scorer as well. And she's done a nice job, even though she's the focal point of every defense. She's going to get her buckets. And then she can also share the ball when she sees a, a second or third defender young lady named Grace Britton is a sophomore forward who's kind of emerged as one of the other top players on the team this year. She's a physical player, scores inside. She can post up, but she also can score on cuts. She sets good screens, drives her from the high post, and a, just a good, solid, all-around basketball player. Capital City, uh, from uh, the Jefferson City area, also had a pretty solid performance. They got a good guard named Addison Jones, a five-six guard, a lefty really shoots the ball from three-point range. She also had a nice runner in the lane, uh, kind of pushes the pace. Ashlyn Marshall is a 5'10 junior who's a real good athlete. She gets the ball and when she enters the game. She doesn't start, but when she comes in, things happen. She came in, made a nice baseline drive, got a reverse layup, and uh, handles the ball and a real good athlete. And inside, they got a six-foot senior named Jada Anderson, who's been around since she was a sophomore. A young lady can really rebound the ball, gets out of her area, also blocks shots, and uh, just as a good presence. In the paint on uh, defense as well. St. Elizabeth is a team that's been very good in class one in recent years. And uh, they have a real good senior in Ella Lucas, who's uh, joined the Thousand Point Club last year. And Ella really uh, shoots it from downtown, an excellent three point shooter. And they have a very good young player named Reagan Wabi, who's just a sophomore. I think I saw her at a summer event in St. Louis. She's playing for Porter Basketball Academy. I'm very impressed with her. She really knows how to get to that basket. And slash and create buckets in the lane uh, for herself. Uh, rips through and uh, excellent young ball player and a nice future ahead of her as well. Moving to the southwest part of the state, it was the Mercy Warrior Classic hosted by Bacali uh, Classic. Of course, we talked about the boys, but the girls <clears throat> had some uh, very good players as well. Providence Academy out of Arkansas, they won the tournament. They defeated Aurora. Uh, Providence Academy had a young lady named Carolina Karanga, a 5'9 junior who was the MVP of the tournament, was an impressive, long athletic player who could really deal off the dribble, had a nice step-back jumper can also just get to the lane, shoot over the top, good athlete as well. Aurora's top player, I was very impressed with, is a young lady named Kylie Cole. She's a 5'8 junior and Kylie can really shoot it from long range. She's a bucket to begin with. She can shoot from all three levels, but she can really shoot that basketball. Very impressed with how she'll catch it, shoot it, or she can create off the step back and uh, can get to the basket as well. She's physically strong, does an excellent job. Also, another junior guard named Kenna Hall, a five foot three inch guard who can shoot the ball and a pretty good defensive player as well. College Heights Christian uh, is one of my favorite players to watch. Her name is Libby Fanning. She's a six foot uh, junior uh, forward, really a post player. She has good fundamentals. I really enjoy watching her play because she's got good footwork. She knows how to post up established position she can spin left spin right go over either shoulder and just uh it's always mobile on that post she's never standing still she's always active and she can also step out shoot or drive it and she can pass out of the double team Uh, whoever taught her how to play inside uh, give yourself a pat on the back because you've done an excellent job Libby knows how to play around that paint area enjoy watching that Lamar High School has a very good backcourt that I watched. He had a young lady named Zevery Wiss, Wiss, a senior, and... uh She's really quick, very good attacking the basket, changes directions, keeps defenders off balance, and uh, very impressed with her. And JC Doss is another a senior who's got good length, good defensively, really sees the court well, passes the basketball well, and knows how to score as well. Final player I was impressed with at the uh, uh, Warrior well, Classic was from the host school, Macaulay Catholic. Her name was Chloe Williamson. And uh, yes, the young lady knows how to score. She got her 1,000 point in her career at the tournament. She also had a 30 point game and a 28 point game. And uh, she really knows how to put the ball in the basket. She's had a heck of a career there and uh, doing a good job. Very talented guard. Now it's time for a couple of my. Pick games of the week. I uh, just chose a couple of uh, games, and these are c- both kind of rivalry games. I really like watching games. Uh, you know, I love to be there, but there, you know, when you're watching them on the stream, you can kind of feel the intensity and the great atmosphere uh, of these particular games. The first one I was really looking forward to watch. It was out of uh, uh, the southwest part of the state. It was Thayer versus Alton. Now, uh, these are neighboring communities, very close apart in Oregon County, and they call this the Oregon County showdown. Now, I watched this game a couple of years ago with the boys when uh, the Alton Comets and the Thayer Bobcats had great boys teams uh, were making runs in the postseason. Well, this time, both the girls teams are very good. They're in the same district, and Alton came in with 20 wins, and they were ranked in the state. And Thayer, with less wins with 14, but a very tough schedule and a very talented team as well. I'm just watching it. It was a packed gym. Folks were really uh, uh, really excited for it. And I uh, Thayer, to their credit uh, they were the host they were the visiting team they jumped up top early and really never let go of control of this game and they pulled away and had a pretty sem- pretty easy win very impressed they had a great good all-around team they really got after it with the pressure they got good inside players they had great shooting they had 12 three pointers during the game and uh, the bobcats uh just put, put put it all together in this game looked like they definitely had their a game they had a young lady inside they had a great inside combination hadley Myers, a 5'11 junior. She's led the way with 17 points, and she's very good. She's got a good high post game. She's got a nice turnaround jumper. She can really pass the ball, but she also runs the court, Good score inside, just a good athlete, can pass it, uh, excellent uh, ball player around that basket. And she's got a partner inside named Shaley Peterson, who's just a sophomore, but about 5'9", and she really knows how to maneuver around that basket. She catches the ball, she goes high up off the glass. Excellent rebounder. And of course, they run that high-low with her and Headley Myers, too, as well. That was very effective, as well. She had 15 points. And then, out on the perimeter, they had a couple of young ladies named Jocelyn Tucker and Abby Bowers, who both combined for nine three-pointers in the game. Nine of the 12 came from these two young lady sharpshooters. Now Jocelyn Tucker really took the game over in the second half. It was still relatively close game, about an eight- to ten-point game. Then, Tucker in the third quarter, three consecutive possessions she knocked down three shots one two three yeah, I and mean, it was nice and she had 17 she ended up hitting five in the second half of the game for 17 points tying her teammate hadley meyer for team honors and uh those three points in a row th- three three in a row really uh, just broke the game open and then abby byers not too far behind she can really shoot it as well she's a junior she had four three-pointers which accounted for all 12 of her points so Fair, a very good win. Alton, I really like. Uh, they had a nice inside-outside combination. The girl on the outside was Evan Montgomery, who was her best player on this evening, a senior guard who uh really is an aggressive, penetrates, did a nice job scoring in the lane in traffic over taller players, and she hits the three, too, as well. And they got a nice size pop. Uh, Uh, post player in Allie Willard, who's a 6'3", junior, uh, real worker. And you could tell she was good because whenever she got the ball, she got a crowd, a lot of doubles and triples, and she passed the ball. And she was very aggressive, fighting hard for rebounds, and she kind of really picked things up in the second half, started scoring around that basket. So, So those two are excellent uh, they're both in the same district, and uh, uh, I believe East Carter is in this district, too, so that's probably one of the d- best districts in the state as far as girls basketball and class, too, but uh, we'll get to those next week as we uh, start to preview our districts, but uh, we're right about that time. So it was fun seeing the Oregon County Showdown, then we decided to go on the stream and travel to St. Joe's, Missouri, for a little city rivalry action. It was St. Joe Lafayette taking on Benton High School. This was in Benton High School's gym. Of course, we talked about Benton. They really had it rolling the last couple of years, getting to the Final Four and the Class Four State Championship game. And, uh... Uh, They got some good talent as well. On this day, St. Joe Lafayette really putting together a nice season as well. Uh, They came out with a nice five-point victory, and uh, it was a good all-around effort by the Lady Irish. Uh, They had a young lady named Talicia Bird, who really stepped up with 17 points. She was the top uh, scorer, but she had five three-point shots, really had it going from three-point range in this game. Also quick and can get to the basket. And inside, they got a young lady named Lanaya Carragher, who uh, I'm really, really impressed with. Uh, she's one of the top shot blockers in the state already as a freshman. I saw her earlier at uh, it was the Winnetonka tournament then uh, this game. Uh, anything around the basket, she's blocking. I mean, she's got great timing. She Obviously, she's tall and long, but she does a good job of not fouling with her shot blocking. And also, she's a good offensive rebounder. She gets the ball. She's going to keep it up. Young lady's got big-time upside, I think. Hope to watch to see her develop over- over the next couple of years, I got a young lady named Honor Mannings, who's a 5'7 senior who really gets after it defensively. She's an athlete with good uh, instincts and just plays with a lot of tenacity on the defensive end. And she also got slash in the basket as well. Benton High School, of course, they got a couple of nice standbys who've really been doing it the last couple of years. One is Andrea Simmons, who's a five eleven forward who's just a matchup problem. She can score inside, but she also takes it outside, handles the ball, can facilitate, and uh, really can provide matchup problems with her height and versatility. And Iliana Arembola, a five six sophomore point guard, she's a cool customer. You know, young lady can really break down defenses, pass the ball, but Really shooting the ball well this year. She's stepping out. You know, she can play off the ball and move and knock down threes. I think she had six three pointers in a game earlier, a couple of weeks ago, I believe, against Cameron. So, a very talented sophomore point guard and what's a very talented group of uh, point guards in that class of 2026 20, around the state of Missouri. One milestone I want to recognize Allie Turner, the great point guard out of John Burroughs school, scored her 1,500 point during the week. Allie Turner headed to Gonzaga uh, University, one of the best point guards in the state. Of course, led the Bombers to a state championship in 2022 and the quarterfinals last year. And she's hoping to close out a stellar career with the Bombers and possibly go on to another state championship. They got one of the best teams in class five. So Allie Turner Having a great career, congratulations on 1,500 points in your stellar career. I'd like to go back to my first foray into the junior college ranks on the Earl Time podcast. And this is a b- big reason why. We have young. I have a local college in St. Louis, St. Louis Community College, and the Archers, coached by Terry Collins, they pulled off one of the big upsets in junior college basketball this season last week. They defeated Mineral Area College by four points in, uh, in overtime. Very thrilling game. And Mineral Area was undefeated and ranked number two in the country coming into St. Louis. On on this particular night, but uh, uh, St. Louis Community College did a nice job, made it a low-scoring game, played good defense, and uh, pulled off a, a great victory for that program. Uh, they're currently 17-8 and eight on the season, having a very solid year, and they're led by a young man named Devin Davis. He's out of Collinsville High School. Of course, that's a great program, just uh, in the metro St. Louis area. He's averaging about 16 points a game. Jamil Goins, a 6'6 freshman out of DeSmet High School, averaging 14 points. He's also a tremendous rebounder. And Jamari Davenport, he's averaging 12 points. He is a guard out of Normandy High School. So, once again, we're going to wrap up this edition of the Earl Time Podcast. Hope you enjoyed once again our look around the state of Missouri basketball. One thing, next week, uh, uh, we're going to start previewing some districts. You know, district pairings are already out in some classes one, two, and three. So, we're going to take a look at some of those big time district pairings and brackets as we get you ready for postseason. Yep, it's our postseason basketball is just about here. So, we're going to start getting you ready for that as well as wrapping up some of the big time uh, games to uh, conclude this season. It should be a very exciting month of March around the state of uh, February and March around the state of Missouri. It's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to bringing it all to you. Of course, we'd like to thank our sponsors once again. TW Constructors, Justin Faust the State Farm from St. Charles and Log Hill Properties. Appreciate your support. And always my young and talented producer, Richard Austin Jr. Of course, here from Philadelphia. We'd like to say so long and we'll talk to you next week.